Hey friends, here we are. We are live. It is Tuesday, the 11th of May. Yesterday, I thought it was the 9th. The 9th was Sunday, Mother's Day. Yesterday was the 10th. Today's the 11th. So we'll get it right. Hi, I'm Tom Young. We're here for Money Shifts Podcasts and Facebook Live. We're here every day at about noon. Uh, You know, depends on the technical knowledge. I don't have anybody but me that sets this up. So sometimes we have glitches and whatever, but we're here. And we publish every day talking about inspiration, talking about personal growth, talking about financial success, personal success, business success, spiritual, mental, health and fitness. Got to find time to get to the summit. If you haven't got an email from me and you haven't got your free ticket to the summit to success, you need to send me a message or send me your email so we can put you on the mailing list and you get your free ticket. That's going to happen on the 24th of May. It's going to open up at 8 a.m. It's going to be open till 8 p.m. that night. And there are seven presentations, six speakers, and, and it will just simply change your thinking. It will blow your mind. It will expand your horizon. It will give you a, a belief and an understanding of the future that you didn't realize even exists, I believe, some of you. As we start every day, we start with prayers. We pray for everyone. The China virus, this thing that has been unleashed on the world, has killed millions of people around the world and and yet to be done yet. So we don't know where it's going to end. The vaccine is there. I got mine. If I was a younger person, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. Uh, But uh, I got my vaccine, two shots of Pfizer. And uh, the second shot gave me a little bit of Tiredness for about a week. I just felt run down and and listless, uh, but it eventually went away. But uh, with that, we pray, offer our prayers for everyone that has been affected by this virus in some way. We also pray for the loved ones that have been lost. That the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom above. We pray for those who have lost loved ones. There were times along the way where you couldn't even go to the funeral and pay respects. There were freezer trucks in big cities where they kept the bodies froze so they could be buried. What a time we have in our life. There has been nothing like this in my 71 year lifetime that I can recall, not even the Vietnam War or anything that went on there. There is turmoil in the world. And because of this turmoil in the world, we have to prepare ourselves. We have to be prepared. And by that, I mean financially, spiritually, mentally, for that which is coming. The financial storm that is brewing over Washington, D.C., and and frankly, it's in all three countries around the world because the central banking system continues to print exorbitant amounts of dollars. 
And I believe right now we are on the threshold of the possibilities of hyperinflation in the U.S. We already see things going up in price beyond that it would ever thought to do. And I believe it's just starting. So with that, we have to have a mindset of expectation. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. Did you write down three things this morning that you are grateful for in your life? It is so important to do that every day to keep your thinking in line. It is so easy to become negative and lose sight of the greatness that lies around all of us. The bigger the challenges, the bigger the opportunities. Don't ever lose sight of that. There is opportunities in every challenge that comes along in our life. Challenges are that which cause us to grow and become better by. Today's word, we're talking about The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck. Today's word is aspiration. Do you aspire a hope or ambition of achieving something? Eleanor Roosevelt said, do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. You'll be damned if you do and damned if you don't. Ambition is a funny thing. A management consultant on a holiday in a tiny Mexican village watched the little fishing boat dock at the quayside. Noting the quality of the fish, the consultant asked the fisherman how long it had taken him to catch them. Not very long, answered the fisherman. Then why don't you stay out longer and catch more, asked the consultant. The fisherman explained that this small catch was sufficient to meet his needs and those of his family. The consultant asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? Oh, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, and have an afternoon's rest under a coconut tree, replied the fisherman. In the evenings, I go to the community hall and see my friends have a few beers, play the drums, and sing a few songs. I have a full and happy life. I have an MBA from Harvard and I can help you, the consultant ventured. You should start by fishing longer days, he continued. You can then sell the extra fish you catch. With the extra revenue, you can buy a bigger boat. With the extra money the larger boat will bring, you can buy a second one and a third one and so on until you have a whole large fleet. Instead of selling your fish to a middleman, you can negotiate directly with the processing plants and make even, and maybe even open your own plant. You can then leave this little village and move to a city here and maybe even the United States where you can direct your huge enterprise. How long would that take, asked the fisherman. Oh, 10, maybe 20 years, replied the consultant. And after that, asked the fisherman. Well, after that, that's when it gets really interesting, answered the consultant, laughing. When your business gets really big, you can start selling shares in your company and make millions. Millions? Really? And after that, pressed the fisherman. After that, you'll be able to retire, move into a small village by the sea, 
sleep in late every day, spend your time with your family, go fishing, take afternoon naps under the coconut tree, and spend relaxing evenings having drinks with friends. Mmm, ambition and balance are tricky things. There's nothing wrong with thinking big, of course. You should think big. Keep an eye on what truly matters to you. Many a leader has experienced outrageous success professionally, only to fail miserably in other areas. Define what joy means to you and guard it with your life. You know, folks, it's really what we're talking about. We're talking about our personal joy. We're talking about finding that happiness in our life, that true happiness, what makes you happy. In, in the road less traveled, you know, today is transference, the outdated map. Openness to challenge. And, and as I look at this in the book, and, and I look at the things that it talks about in the book, openness to challenge. When does a life of total dedication to the truth mean? It means, first of all, a life of continuous and never-ending stringent self-examination. You know, when we open ourselves to the truth and the challenges of life, there's always challenges. Some have more than others, but we all have challenges along the way. The more we try to avoid them and ignore those challenges, the more it affects us to what Peck calls a neurosis, neurotic. And if you do this for a long enough period of time, you will lose all belief in yourself and you will now need a professional like Dr. Peck to help you overcome the mountain of regret and sorrowfulness that you've created in your mind because of fear. Fear of the challenges, fear of some kind that stopped us and stopped you from moving forward. False evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Don't be afraid. God gave you all of the tools necessary in your life, but you have to sharpen them. You know, it was a story we did not long ago about a guy cutting a tree down, this big, huge tree, and he's cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. And an old philosopher walked up to him and says, what are you doing? He said, I've been working on this for hours. He says, well, you know, why don't you take a rest and sharpen the ax? And the guy said, I don't have time for that. I've got to get this tree cut down. When we look at our lives and the map that comes from inside, that map, it comes from the experiences in our life. It comes from the examples that we have experienced of other people, our parents, other relatives, friends, things that we've come across in our life, which leads us to the financial world, which is what I talk about with everybody, but, but it, it's a holistic approach. It really encompasses everything. It isn't just your finances. 
It isn't just your personal life and personal relationships. It's all of the above. And our map is drawn for us by a lot of the things that we are experiencing or have experienced in our life. But truth, the truth will set you free. And the first truth we have to look at is the financial world, because everything we do revolves around this financial world in our life. I mean, I meet people sometimes and they just outright say, well, money is not important to me. Well, you got to be careful with that because it's right up there with oxygen. You can't do without money in some capacity. The financial world wants you to believe them. They want you to believe their advice. And their rules are very simple if you're on their side of the table and you work for them. There are four rules. I want all your money. I want more ongoing. I want to keep it forever. I want to give back as little as possible so that I stay in control of your money in perpetuity forever. But we, you and I, have to sit down and we have to reverse and that table spins around 180 degrees and those now become your rules. Now they're adjusted a little bit because you can't, can't say, I want all your money. I want all the money I worked for. Yes, I have to pay taxes. But I want all the money I worked for. And now I want to hang on to all of that money. There, there is a thing that I do, you know, what it's your potential. We'll do it probably this week or, or next week. And, and it's just a little presentation about what your potential is. So if you're 35 years old today and you make $100,000 a year income, and you're going to work for 35 more years to age 70 because the real retirement date today is age 87. It is not 65. Need to explain that? In 1890, an economist named Bismarck in Germany said that a German worker, if you made it to 65, you should be able to retire and live off of some kind of government sustenance. Life expectancy was 49 years old. So if you lived age 65, you were a pretty healthy, lucky guy or gal. Long come Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1932. 1933, the Social Security Act was created. And at that time, there were about 25 people working for every one person that is retired. And that was what it was for. It was a retirement addition, but it was to be one third. It was in addition to a pension plan where you worked and or savings with the other two legs of the three legged stool. And if you didn't have a pension at work, then it was your job to save two thirds. And Social Security was going to be one of those three parts. However, life expectancy was 59 years old and they put the retirement date at age 65. Today, life expectancy is somewhere around age 84 to age 88 for male and female. 
but we still have a retirement date at age 65, which is wrong. It's, the, the system is going broke. We know that it's going to run out of money. It's an absolute mathematical fact. And on top of that, the government has added more and more people into that pie to receive benefits other than retired people. So today, there are three people working for every one retired person or four. But in another 10, 15 years, it'll be two retired people for every working person. Actually, one working person, one retired person, two people working. Pick out your retired person that you're going to be responsible for. And at that time, there will not be enough money that can be collected to cover those benefits. On top of all the additional things the government has set in motion, and they continue to spend money by the trillions that they do not have and have no way to come up with in the future. The numbers are beyond anything that the government is capable of collecting in the way of tax. And they will tax us to oblivion, which is what they're talking about right now. Worldwide tax. I never heard of such a thing. Imagine that. Worldwide corporate tax now. How do you dish that out to everybody in the world? So I don't know. All I know the answer is you need to have security. You need to save enough money, 20% of your gross annual income, because you have to buy food, shelter, clothing. You need to get to 20% of your annual income. You need to accumulate a fund equal to half of your annual income in cash, accessible cash, that there's no penalty or tax in order to get control of the money that allows you to never have to have credit card balances and risk paying 18 to 27 percent interest on a credit card personal loans rule number three you step up and have no consumer debt with the financial world if you buy something that you can't pay for you borrow it from yourself you become the bank in your life and you pay you back with payments plus interest. Because you cannot afford to have a dollar less in the future than you can have. So when I spend money to buy something, I'm going to pay me back at interest so I recapture the opportunity cost on the money. And that's where rule number four, the CFO project, that's where you accept the responsibility to teach and pass this on to the next generation and the next generation in your family. There was a great book out there called The Rockefeller Method. This is amazing that the wealth of the Rockefellers has grown to a half a trillion dollars, 500 billion, because of their method of keeping all of the money within the family in a trust, a family trust, for the use of the family members, provided they were responsible for what they were doing. You want to go to college? The trust, the family trust would pay for your college. But don't fluff off. If you don't 
pay the price. If you don't study, if you don't get good grades, then the money's gonna go away and you're not gonna get any more. It's about learning integrity and responsibility. We all have to focus on that. And that includes everything we do financially. God bless. We'll see you here tomorrow at noon. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, all the big booksellers. You can also go to cfo-project.com up above my head, up there. Okay, up there, cfo-project.com. Put in your name and email address and you will instantly get a link and be able to download that book cover to cover for free. Free, free, free. It'll change your life. There was another book coming shortly called The Financial Mastery Coaching Blueprint. And it takes what I'm talking about and it breaks it down into peepee steps. What do I do one step at a time? How do I get to 20% of income savings? It explains how to do that. And it will be up shortly. God bless. We'll see you here tomorrow at noon for another interesting, inspiring story. Thank you.